0: all right and we are live welcome back to the burn crew show everyone i am gino frontino your host and uh man a lot to unpack for sure like every single time there's always something to talk about in this crazy world we live in so we got a lot of hypocrisy that happened so as many of you might know the trump impeachment the second one you know part two just happened and uh well to no one's surprise if you're surprised about this you're you're an idiot but he was acquitted for the second time i mean they impeached a private citizen this time <laughs> he wasn't even the current sitting president anymore just wasting taxpayer dollars and and time and complete political theater like 100 and it's one of the most hypocritical trials i've ever seen they were trying to impeach him for saying the fight and they took it out of context, like they always do. Every, you know, everyone always takes everything out of context these days. So they they kept saying, you know, that he was he was telling people to go fight and to like act. They were trying to say that he was trying to tell them to actually go and like destroy the capital. Not his words at all. If you actually watch his speech, that's not what he said. It was a great speech, but anyways. So yeah. They showed this video, <laughs> uh, Trump's lawyer showed this video I was watching the other day, of all the times that all the Democratic figures in the Senate, you know, Joe Biden himself, Kamala Harris, all of them, all the times they said fight and uh, that there should be unrest in the streets. It was a pretty disgusting video, like, you realize who, who's really using that kind of language and they were actually inciting violence like the whole summer too what about all these riots and stuff they incited that Uh, if this impeachment didn't show you where the true goals of your elected officials are you probably shouldn't be voting (laughs) honestly all right in other news ted cruz was seen traveling to cancun during the texas ice storm thingy so um you know Maybe that's not the best look. (laughs) Maybe if there's a nice storm, you probably shouldn't be leaving your state that you're supposed to be helping to go somewhere warmer, but uh, I didn't even look into that very much. Just a headline I saw. Maybe I'll search into it a little bit. Let me know what you guys think about it. Jeff Bezos is once again the world's richest person, but I I personally think Elon Musk will still be the first trillionaire. In the end, I think uh, he'll probably have the cleaner run to World's First Trillionaire. <laughs> it's like a speed run at these days. <laughs> yeah, so Bezos. Bezos is making money. I I didn't think that he was going to be able to surpass Musk again. I'm wondering if someone else is going to come up. Someone we, we haven't even heard about come up and end up being the World's First Trillionaire or something. Jeez. Oh, we'll find out, but um, and next the New York Stock Exchange was threatening to leave state after possible tax increases now this has been going on for a while what's this article I linked New York okay from Forbes New York Stock Exchange threatens to leave New York over proposed stock transfer tax this was February 9th and um, so here's the top line the New York Stock Exchange warned Tuesday that it may leave the, stock, the state if the legislator imposes a tax on stock transfers, escalating a fight with Democrats who argue the move would help address a historic budget shortfall. Wow. Uh, if Albany lawmakers get their way, the center of the global financial industry may need to find a new home, says uh, NICE President Stacy Cunningham. So, from the NYSE, New York Stock Exchange, straight from them, they're saying if, if the tax proposals uh, get applied on, on transfers of stocks, bonds, and derivatives, that they're, they might straight up just leave the state. That's pretty crazy. I don't think I've ever heard anything like that before. I don't think many people have ever heard anything like that before. Could that be the new rise of the Youngstown Stock Exchange? That is that how we can fix the the global economy? I think so. If you just move the, the headquarters of the stock exchange to Youngstown, Ohio, the most beautiful place in the world, <laughs> I think we'd be a lot be- better off uh, in the global economy. So <laughs> uh, in other news, this was a really sad one that happened this past week. A former hero, not former, I guess. He will always be a hero of mine. Rush Limbaugh, the great, the godfather of podcasting and radio talk shows here in America, had passed away. So uh, last Wednesday, at 70 years old from complications of lung cancer, Rush Limbaugh passed away. He first learned of his cancer diagnosis in January 2020. Former President Donald Trump awarded the radio host the Presidential Modem of Freedom shortly thereafter during his State of the Union address. And a statement released from Limbaugh's wife on the podcast the other day. It was real sad, real really sad to hear. Uh, I've been watching this guy for so long now. Just about every day I try and catch his, his uh, pod show. And uh, afterwards, you know, if I miss it or something, I don't know why I said afterwards, but if I miss it one day, you know, I'll, I'll be going back and Looking for it the next day, 100%. But uh, here's the statement from his wife. I, like you, very much wish Rush was behind this golden microphone right now, welcoming you to another exceptional three hours of broadcasting. Limbaugh's wife Catherine said on his show Wednesday. For over 32 years, Rush has cherished you, his loyal audience, and always looked forward to every single show. It is with profound sadness I must share with you directly that our beloved Rush... My wonderful husband Passed away this morning due to complications From lung cancer So real sad opening to that show The other day I I was listening in Was not expecting it At all that's how I found out And wow what a bummer That guy did so much for this country And for the press The media everything So much And it's so sad to see him pass away He, He really was America's news anchor for sure, but uh, we'll move to some fun, more fun topics, <laughs> right? A little bit. So rest in peace, Rush Limbaugh. You're a legend. I love you, and I'll miss you so much. <laughs> so here's a little segment I came up with. Find China talks. I have no idea why I named it that. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see what it says though. We got a we got a little topic here. Our generation will be the downfall of fine china plates oh maybe this is why (laughs) Uh, i mean like in all reality fuck who's using that shit like who who cares what kind of plates you're using if i go to a friend's house i'm not worried about them using their fine china on me what no chance oh my god boomers say we spend our money on dumb luxuries but they are the same people To play like $500 for a plate. Get out of here. What are you doing? Why are you yelling at me me for, for buying something that makes me happy? And you're yelling at me for not buying plates? Oh. Yeah, really. I think our generation is not about to start buying tons of China. I'd be really surprised if I saw my friends buy China. You know, like 10 years from now, we all got houses and stuff. And they're buying China? No chance. I don't see them buying China at all. Maybe alcohol. Not China. <laughs> maybe maybe some nice wine glasses and beer mugs. That's, I think that's what this generation is moving towards now. Drinkware. Fine drinkware for their alcoholic consumptions. <laughs> Yo. All right. So, there's another thing I want to get across. So, oh, my God. I'm in the dorms up at Duquesne. Not a fun time. I mean, it's fun, but it's, oh. I'm in the uh, St. Anne's. and St. Anne's is not looking good right now. (laughs) For a time, we had no running water. I think we still don't have any working washers or dryers. There might be one out of the like 10 or 11 that they have. Uh, Apparently, the lower vents uh, will spew out water on the girl's side when you turn on the air conditioning or heater. So they gotta like put down towels and stuff to keep their room from flooding (laughs) like every time that's horrible The RAs are trying to run the place like a jail dude They come around and do their checks at night every two hours and they're just looking to get people in trouble for no reason I have no idea why I've been trying to do something about it for like a couple weeks now because this happened this was a problem last semester and it's a problem this semester and uh, with all these COVID restrictions, these people, these RAs, think they have way more power than they do this year. <laughs> so they're just kind of going around just trying to bust kids, doing stupid stuff. Like, I'll be hanging out in my room with some friends, and they'll come knock on the door. And I, I know they're trying to bust us for something, but the one time they knocked on the door, there's maybe like six of us. I guess maybe we were being loud. It was only like 7.30, 8 o'clock at night, though. And we were playing... Okay, I'm not even going to tell you that part yet. So they knock on the door. Someone answers. Or I think they just even walked in. I'm pretty sure they just walked in. Actually, yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Pretty sure they just walked in. And I think they looked at us. I think they were trying to bust us drinking or something. But to their surprise, the only thing they could tell us to do was keep the noise down. Because when they walked in... We were literally just playing Mario Kart. <laughs> we were playing Mario Kart, bro. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, for real. And, and with these COVID restrictions, they shouldn't just be walking in our rooms anyways, right? Because I'm not wearing a mask. They might be, but I'm not. I'm not prepared for them to just walk in. Gonna get me sick or some shit. Jeez. <sighs> the last thing I want to talk about in the dorms. I think this is one of the most ridiculous things. I, I don't. None of us can get over it you can only have visitors for two hours and only one visitor a day where why and this is because of covid but where does the two hour thing come in i can maybe see one visitor per day you know you want to limit the amount of people that come in from outside the building but the two hour thing does covid just not attack until two hours after like does it stay dormant for two hours in the building until and then two hours strikes and it's all over you know everyone's getting it then that is the dumbest rule i have oh my god I, that i've ever seen that's that's actual like incompetence but oh uh, man whatever hopefully by next semester this will be over or else i am going to switch <laughs> and i cannot i will not stay out of school that inhibits my learning and social experience uh for a virus that's comparable to the common cold in most cases with a 99 percent survival rate i like come on we're it's over we we went along with this for too long and i think we need to go back to how we should be living because this is ruining our economy our schools our social lives everything you name it covid has impacted it it's ridiculous And uh, yeah, I understand. There's some serious cases, but there's some serious cases for everything. You get there's some serious cases for the cold, dude. People die of the cold, (laughs) like like the common cold. People are dying from that. People die from the flu. They die of pneumonia. Like, come on, pneumonia. I don't. How do you say? Is that how you pronounce it? Pneumonia, pneumonia. I think that's correct. (laughs) (sighs) But. If there's one thing this pandemic has taught me, this music is crazy right now. It is just, wow, really, really full forcing right now. So (laughs) if there's one thing this pandemic has taught me is that there's always fun to be had in any situation you're in, though. You really just have to grow some thick skin (laughs) and put yourself on the front line sometimes or, you know, just make the best out of every situation. Uh, One thing I find absolutely hilarious is trying to get a reaction out of random people. (laughs) <laughs> um it's not so funny when you have to try and force a reaction. So like if you're being too weird or like, you know, saying stuff that's too out there, like I feel like that's just harassment. But if you if you do it in a funny way where it's just a random encounter, like you're not an asshole about it and you get some random reaction, oh my god, it is one of the funniest things to do. So like during this pandemic, I have been kind of going out in the city and I've been practicing on my own. I go about around in my own time. A lot more last semester, and I would just kind of say stuff to people (laughs) and just see how they react or, you know, see if I can start a conversation. So uh, I'm actually just practicing to do this on camera. I need to get my my own reaction down for when I say whatever I say to people so that I don't, you know, you know, just start laughing randomly because I feel like that won't be as funny as if I'm just like straight face can actually pull it through. (laughs) Uh, Maybe I've just become that bored. That It has become fun for me to mess with strangers So that can just be entirely possible too (laughs) Uh, Yeah who knows But uh Yeah there's always fun to have You know you, You might be sitting alone Bored all the time Go out and take a run That's pretty fun Loki. You look around Look at the nature around That's fun Go uh Go play a game with your dog Or something In every situation you're in there's always some, some way you can have some fun, but uh, I made some cup noodle <laughs> in a styrofoam cup <laughs> the other day and realized I'm probably going to die from it some point, like 33 years from now, heating up that styrofoam cup in the microwave, probably not too great for my health. I can't lie. Uh, that will be my downfall probably. Uh, yeah, I had that realization the other day eating some cup noodle i've done i've been doing it for years though so when it really comes down to it i don't care that bad uh if something's gonna kill me i'm not really worried about a styrofoam cup i mean shit it could happen <laughs> it could be the reason you know down the road from now i figure out that uh i'm gonna die and it's because of the styrofoam cup i'm gonna look back on this moment and go wow <laughs> i really really did jinx myself there <laughs> let this beat play out for a minute so uh the other day i'm on hulu right (laughs) and uh one of the commercials comes up because i'm too cheap to pay for uh not having commercials so actually i get that deal with spotify as a student five bucks if you guys don't know about this I think Apple does it too, but for five dollars, you can have Spotify Premium, Hulu, and Showtime. It's it's a pretty pretty dank combination. But so so I'm watching Hulu the other day, and I realize there's marketing campaigns that are just complete, just dog shit, like <laughs> backwards, dude. Like non-marketing campaigns. I'm gonna call them like it, like counterproductive ads. So I'm on Hulu. And I see an ad, and it basically says, hey, get off of Hulu and come check out Disney Plus instead. We have WandaVision. (laughs) Like, that's pretty much what this ad was. And it was on Hulu. Like, it was advertising another streaming platform. Basically saying, leave this streaming platform to come to our streaming platform right now instead. Because we have this other show that this one doesn't have. I don't, I feel like Hulu probably should not be letting Disney advertise that on their (laughs) on their uh streaming platform and i've seen this on a couple different streaming platforms i feel like the only time that's like should be maybe is on like tv like regular dish or cable tv whatever or on like youtube because i guess you know everything is advertised on youtube but like why is hulu advertising disney plus are they linked in some way i feel like they shouldn't be is hbo advertising disney plus I don't know. Next thing you know, we're going to get some Netflix ads coming on Hulu. <laughs> Jeez, people are just taking taking advantage of Hulu here, advertising themselves. Maybe I'll start advertising on Hulu. Who knows? Might see a Burn Crew commercial pop up. <laughs> oh. Another thing I was pretty uh, intrigued by this week. Is, uh, I was just thinking back. Not thinking back because I wasn't there, but I was reading up on something that kind of made me think pretty hard about how today's market works versus like the old markets and i'm not talking about the stock market this time for once (laughs) right (laughs) um so like before the 1970 controlled substance substance act the markets were pretty wide open (laughs) you could buy just about anything when it comes to chemicals or scientific glassware They used to have kids in the back serving up chloroform or, you know, random different chemicals to make LSD to anyone coming in to get it. Nowadays, it's a felony to even own certain types of glassware or to be handling a certain chemical without a license to do so, like a scientific license to own this piece of glass, like certain beakers and stuff. Because, like, a lot of these glasses are pretty much only used to make hard drugs and shit like that, so... I guess it makes sense, but it seems pretty crazy that they can stop you from buying glass. Like, you go buy this piece of glass off of Craigslist, and someone finds out and reports you, you're now a felon. (laughs) A piece of glass, bro. (laughs) You might not even be making drugs. You might just have it because it looks cool. Maybe you're serving mashed potatoes out of a beaker. I don't know. You might get a felony for it, though. (laughs) And that, that made me think a lot, is that today's markets are not free markets at all, which they should be. They, there are so many restrictions on things you can't buy and can buy, and I see where some of the restrictions are okay, but I feel like certain restrictions are not. Maybe maybe some of these chemicals are probably safer in the hands of professionals. But, <laughs> but, if I want to go buy some, some crazy acid, not, not LSD, but like some crazy other acid and go burn some, I don't know, some chicken breasts or something for fun. (laughs) I should be able to do that, I feel like. I feel like I should have the freedom to go and buy stuff and then if I get caught using it wrongly, that should be where I get in trouble. It shouldn't be purchasing or owning it. Now when it comes to like bombs and stuff, like probably, you probably shouldn't be able to purchase bombs, like that is, it's probably true. And it's probably, you know, it probably goes hand in hand, you know, buying these chemicals, it's probably restricted so that you can't make bombs. That would make sense, but I don't know. I just find it kind of crazy how restrictive the market is. Maybe not on some substances and glassware, but actually the glassware thing does annoy me. I should be able to buy any piece of glass that I want. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. All right, well, time for something that annoys me. People with signs. Why are you holding that sign? Get out of here with your passive aggressiveness. I don't care enough to read about it there's only one guy and one guy only who can hold a sign in my opinion and it's okay and it's actually interesting to see and that's dude with a sign on instagram at dude with a sign that guy is hilarious actually we're gonna go check out his instagram right now right now how is your guys weekends going mine was all right mine was okay got to hang out with some friends we hit the recording studio on friday so there might be oh yeah by the way there's a video up on the burn crew youtube it's nothing special just a random video horrible quality did it on purpose didn't feel like messing with anything just put stuff together uploaded it just a little test footage (laughs) so so there might be more footage from this past studio visit coming up uh I guess I'm not going to give away too much information on what we did, but it was it was pretty cool, and you guys will be able to see it soon. So make sure you check out the Burn Crew Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. There will be an update on that somewhere eventually. <laughs> so, dude with the sign. Let's read some of these signs out. <laughs> here's, here's one from two days ago. $1,000 planes should not shatter so easily. I think that has to do with the broken plane. Oh, dude, I read that so wrong. I feel so stupid right now. Oh, my God, I feel so stupid. A thousand dollar phones, phones. A thousand dollar phones should not shatter so easily. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good sign, I would say, not planes. I guess there's no planes for $1,000. <laughs> Maybe a plane ride ticket or something. I don't know. <laughs> Normalize Zoom calls with the camera off. I agree with that. Hell yeah. A condom is just a mask for your penis. I guess. Sure. What If you want to say that. Well, uh, what does it say? Oh, I don't know. Eh, that's a dumb one. <laughs> I miss the smell of movie popcorn. Don't we all? <laughs> Being in the popcorn eating some some theater. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, GameStop, and he's in front of a pricking, I don't even know what that is. Some car. It's like a Lambo or something. I don't even know. <laughs> Here's a picture of him holding up Bertie Sanders in the chair from the inauguration. <laughs> That's another really funny one. No one cares about your thoughts on Bitcoin. Well, you know what, dude? With the sign, you're right. No one does care about my thoughts on Bitcoin because they're usually wrong anyways. <laughs> but yeah, people with the sign really do annoy me. But that guy, he's, he's pretty funny. Dude with the sign on Instagram. Go check him out. It's a good laugh. Good little, good account to follow, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, you guys, ever you just realize you can you could be chilling, walking down the street or something, and a branch just falls on your head and bam, you're done for. <laughs> you you know you get clocked on the noggin and you're out. You're done. You're dead. You can just be literally just chilling there and just fucking die. <laughs> that is that is one of the craziest things to me. You don't have to be doing anything to die. People die doing literally everything. Sitting on a couch, you just might die. You know walking down the street with your dog, branch falls on your head, you die. You're in the ocean and a ship just comes out of nowhere and takes everyone out on the beach. It could happen. Who knows? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just find that so so wild how like fragile life is. And I think you everyone should always take that into consideration. Is you can be doing anything and just die, so you might as well do everything you can to your best ability anyways, cause, you know, you might just die. That would suck. <laughs> oh, but, um, people go on vacation once, and they think they're the shit. They think they are the shit, dude. Why? Shut up. <laughs> like, post your Instagram picture, and go back to living your life, cause you're not Denzel Washington. You're not Walking out of a building that's on fire Blowing up behind you and You're not looking back with cool music in the background Just because you went on vacation Took a couple pictures on the beach You think you're the shit? You're not <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you the truth You're just not the shit But you know who is the shit? John Dally, bro John Dally Oh my god, I gotta look up a picture of this guy Just because Oh my god He's such a G professional golfer john dally if you guys don't know who he is you should start going up and looking up some videos of this guy just being him because he's absolutely hilarious I you know what i wonder what the dude's net worth is it's got to be something right ah well sucks for john Daly, two million dollar net worth but you know the dude's living his life there's you know you look him up one of the first pictures is him golfing sig in mouth crazy ass pants Big old belly, but jeez, he sure can crush it down the fairway. I'll give him that. <laughs> I was at Burgatory uh, yesterday, actually. I went with my mother. We went for we went for some lunch, bought a carpet, and then went to Burgatory. <laughs> so I love Burgatory. Oh my god, <clears throat> I'm butchering speech today. I love Burgatory. It's great, you know, love it. But they need to change up the root beer float like just a little for real they really do they bring out the rest of the bottle of root beer and don't bring out any more ice cream for the float and that's kind of insulting to me you go to like a diner or something and they bring you a massive root beer f- like you, you you go to a good diner they're bringing you a massive root beer float in a huge milkshake or a big you know a giant glass whatever great milkshake every time you go to a diner or i mean root beer float is what i'm talking about god Oh, my God. Anyways. And they'll they'll bring out, like, you know, like the metal mixer cup. They'll bring that out with it every single time, like a good restaurant should, with extra ice cream. And maybe even, maybe some extra root beer. Who knows? But there should always be extra ice cream for the root beer float. Don't give me extra root beer if you're not going to give me more ice cream with it. Come on. Come on, man. I am so... I'm so, oh, fired up about this root beer float incident because that's ridiculous. That's so annoying. (laughs) Oh, I find that so annoying because I finished that root beer float way too quick, dude, way too quick. (laughs) So, um, I keep accidentally bringing up this plane incident. You know, I, I, I don't know, I must just be thinking about it, but um, parts of a plane fall from the sky in Colorado. A United Airlines flight bound for Honolulu experienced engine failure shortly after takeoff from Denver International Airport on Saturday, causing debris from the plane to rain down on a Denver suburb. The flight returned safely to the Denver airport and the airline confirmed that there were no reported injuries among the 231 passengers and 10 crewmates wow that is terrifying i was looking at some videos of this and like full-on like engine parts are falling out of the sky into people's yards <laughs> like front here's a picture there's a dodge ram and then there's an a giant circular engine part just next to it in this guy's front yard hit this person's house I actually got pretty lucky. It landed into a tree that is directly next to the house, like very close. So yeah, that's that would be... There was, oh, here's a video. Wow, wow. This engine is on... There was a video from a passenger in the plane looking at the engine on fire and broken apart. Wow, that is I'm going to this is on Twitter. I'm going to retweet this on the Burn Crew Twitter. So, if you guys are interested, I will definitely put the link down in my description, not link, but my Burn Crew Twitter. We'll put it down there. This is a crazy video. I can't believe that. That would this is that's like my ultimate fear <laughs> is dying in a in a plane cuz there's just really nothing you can do. You're in this giant tin can of death just floating through the sky wow (laughs) that is terrifying but something I did I have heard Here's, here's a tweet actually let's say this first here's a tweet from United Airlines flight UA 328 from Denver to Honolulu experienced an engine failure shortly after departure returned safely to Denver and was met by emergency crews as precaution there were no reported injuries on board. We are in contact with the FAA, NTSB, and local law enforcement. So Yeah, pretty pretty terrifying situation. I forget what I was about to say before that, but pretty scary stuff. I couldn't imagine being on that plane. It's yeah, that would be one of the scariest things ever. At all. Uh, so, Donald Trump is to speak at CPAC next week. So that's something to look forward to. Cocaine is uh, trending in politics on Twitter. let uh, see what that's about. Customers and... Ins- cust- oh, customs inspectors find cocaine-coated cornflakes in Ohio. Oh, my God. It's always here in Ohio that something, something crazy is going on. <laughs> wow. What? So that's from KDKA. Oh, wow, dude. A lot of these tweets are saying cocaine is trending. Hashtag cocaine is trending. And all people can think about is Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, well, I don't. Know. Cocaine is trending on Twitter right now for some reason. <laughs> uh, well, Twitter is kind of a dumpster fire all the time. I'm sitting here just, just sitting on it, kind of just talking, I guess. It's just such bullshit all the time. And I I can't stand every single social media app has some kind of COVID nineteen like page for it. I I we've been through so many sicknesses before, like there was never a sickness for the SARS virus. There was never, uh, I mean, there was a sickness for the SARS virus. There was never, like, an information page on Twitter solely for the point of the SARS virus. Or, like, the common cold. Or the flu. Or pneumonia. uh, HIVs. You know, anything. There's There's nothing like that for anything except for COVID. And I see disclaimer, like, caution disclaimers on so many posts that aren't even at all related to covid like i i i could be looking at a picture of a fucking garbage can and it'll say something about covid you know like uh some health c- disclaimer about covid oh uh, it's so annoying and the fact checking stuff is always just bullshit like uh i was reading it was something was fact checked about the legend behind a shot of whiskey like where the saying comes from and it was covid fact checked (laughs) it was covid fact checked it was it was talking about where the the origin of a shot of whiskey came from how does that what does that have to do with covid and then i saw that same post about the shot of whiskey and it was fact-checked by an Australian group saying that the origin that it was that it was being stated it came from wasn't true, and I'm pretty sure it's because the Australians and the Germans <laughs> wanna wanna try and claim a shot of whiskey as they're saying that they came up with it, and they're trying. In the post, it said that it, uh, like bounty hunters and ranger rangers or cattlemen would trade you know, a cartridge from their gun, like a forty five or something. Forty five or nine. I don't I don't really know what they used to use, but usually a forty five from my knowledge. But a forty five cartridge costs the same as a shot of whiskey. So they would trade a forty five cartridge for a shot of whiskey. And that's where the name shot of whiskey came from. You know, trading a shot for a whiskey. For a shot of whiskey. <laughs> but so that's that's where it's believed to come from but the australians and the germans from my understanding believe that it came from them instead so there was a fact check about it and i thought that was the most annoying stupid thing ever if i want to believe something fake let me believe something is fake and i'll figure it out on my own (laughs) this whole this whole like fact checking checking system is it's so it's so horrible like the facebook fact checking system is just god-awful god-awful like i don't even want to explain it because it's so annoying to even talk about (laughs) well we're almost 40 minutes in about 36 minutes in 37 so i think we're gonna cut it here for this week i'll be back next week thank you guys for listening i love you all thank you for the support once again There's going to be more content coming. I think I might start uploading some photography on the burn crew page because uh, I like taking pictures and I think it's fun. So maybe I'll upload some photography every now and then there should be some YouTube videos starting to pop up. I was going to record this podcast for YouTube, but I didn't have much time to work with and I definitely wanted to at least get something put out for this week for you guys to listen to. So. With all that, that was a really weird burp. Let's try and get a second one in on that. That was was even worse, honestly. Here, hold on. Alright, that was a decent one. Well, thanks for listening. Tune back in next time. This is the Burn Crew Show. I'm Gino Frontino. Peace out.